Hey everybody and welcome to Magic with Zubies Guilds of Ravnica set review. We are now on red. We are on the fourth episode of this series here and let's just get started but before we get started as usual let's get some little announcements out of the way here. Magic with Zubie can be found on the following iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. You can search for me on YouTube.com and just search for Magic with Zubie. Uh, Magic with Zubie can also be found on Facebook.com slash Magic with Zubie, on Twitter at Magic with Zubie, on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore zuby you can email me at gmail at mtgzuby at gmail.com and you can also check out the patreon at patreon.com slash magic with zuby uh definitely check out my two sponsors legitmtg.com and manatraders.com thank you again for sponsoring this show and I think that about does it for announcements because you're here to get my thoughts and feelings on Guilds of Ravnica the red cards so as before, I'm going to go over the cards and sort of give my thoughts and feelings on how good they are for limited, and if they are going to see any kind of constructive play, and we'll talk about that as well. Mainly standard. I mean, if a card's obviously going to be commander good, then I'll mention that, but... You know, most of the time I'm going to try to stick with standard, maybe modern, uh, more than anything. So I guess let's just get started here right off the bat. And our first card for red is Arc Light arc light phoenix for three and a red creature phoenix a three two with flying in haste at the beginning of combat on your turn if you've cast three or more instant and sorcery spells this turn return arc like phoenix from your graveyard to the battlefield some storms never blow over so off the bat a three two flying haste for four is not bad but the ability for it to be able to return from the graveyard to the battlefield is a pretty high and steep cost for limited. You're having to cast three or more instants or sorcery spells this turn. Even with jumpstart, this is going to be hard to do, right? Especially in limited, because there's going to be a lot of times where you're not going to have three spells to cast in a turn for limited, let's be honest here. So this kind of mythic is tricky for players who, especially newer players. So I definitely be careful with this one here. It's not bad as far as a body goes for four mana but be careful with that ability of returning it to the grave or returning it to the battlefield from the graveyard it's not going to happen that often if at all to be honest here so let's move on uh oh uh, the flavor text for arc lake phoenix is some storms never blow over this one will blow over because you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna be casting it again probably unlimited so next we have Barging Sergeant for four and a red creature Minotaur Soldier for four two with haste and mentor. Uh, we've seen plenty of Minotaurs like this for five or five mana that are four two with haste. Um, most notably, I think we've seen similar ones in Amonkhet block and Theros block. And the benefit to this one, not only the haste on a 4-2 body is pretty good for 5 mana, but the Mentor just makes it that much better and gives it that sort of extra oomph of, okay, yeah, I'm in Boros colors here right now. I'm definitely going to want to pick this guy because he can possibly buff up one of my creatures while we're attacking here. So definitely a good card. Um, and yeah, I mean, what more can I really say about it? Uh, the flavor text reads, don't stop till your horns come out of their back or come out their back 
not of. I added an of there because I don't know how to read or anything like that. So, like I said, Barging Sergeant, uh, more like a mid to late pick. If you're heavy into Boros colors or Boros happens to be your guild and sealed when you do a sealed pack, uh, you know, definitely look for this card because it, it can be very useful to you in your deck there. Uh, next, we have Book Devourer for 5 and a red creature beast. That's a 4-5 for 6. Has Trample. Whenever Book Devourer deals combat damage to a player, you may discard all the cards in your hand if you do draw that many cards. Not my first edition of the Advocist and the Urchin. Um, I guess that's what... Yeah, I guess that the Book Devourer is saying that. It's a weird-looking beast, too. I, I can't even put my hands or sort of try to figure out what it even looks like i i don't even know how to describe that it's just a weird looking beast there so whenever this deals combat damage to a player you may discard all the cards in your hand if you do draw that many cards so this isn't bad so let's just say you're really unlucky and you have two lands in your hand and you're not really hard up for lands or anything at this point you know you can discard those lands and draw two more cards you know it, it definitely has an upside and a plus to it and the trample does give it a little bit more of an extra oomph, a little more gravitas, I should say. And, you know, I don't think this is pack one, pick one playable, but it's definitely if you're in the colors of red, look out for this card because drawing cards is just going to help you that much more to win in draft. And I like it. I like it. The The art, I'm still trying to figure out the art here. It's just, I don't what the hell does that even look like? Because... Does it have more than two legs? It looks like maybe it has four legs, maybe? I know I'm really going over the art here, but it's just a weird creature. I mean, let's be honest here. Next, we have Command the Storm for four and a red instant. Command the Storm deals five damage to target creature. In the wake of Niv-Mezzet's disappearance, Ral found himself leading the guild. He had dreamed of this day, but couldn't help feeling like a pawn in someone else's game. Hmm, that couldn't be a pawn in Nicol Bolas's game, huh? Um, so, this is Lava Axe, but for a creature. It is instant. Um, it's not a bad burn spell to have. I almost kind of wish it was an instant that did target a player, but that'd be way too good. Uh, once again, if you're heavy into red, this is a good card to have because you are going to be dealing with pesky creatures that have big toughness or a lot of toughness at that point. And for five mana, it's well worth spending because as we know, most limited games are pretty grindy unless you're building a really good uh, aggro deck or tempo deck. So, not the bad, not a bad card, not the worst card. Um, definitely could be mid to late pickable during the pack, you know, drafting the pack of whichever pack you're on. And yeah, so next we are going to go on to Cosmotronic Wave. Yeah, Cosmotronic Wave. I'm making sure I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, three in a red sorcery. Cosmotronic Wave deals one damage to each creature your opponents control. Creatures your opponents control can't block this turn. This sort of innovation occurs when you set out to improve an electric tea kettle and misplace a decimal. So this is the kind of card that's good, even if it's not going to kill your opponent's creatures outright. At least now they can't block that turn. So if you are really go heavy into aggro and you're thinking, okay... I can win this turn, but he's got too many blockers or they've got too many blockers and I can't stop them. So you have a Cosmotronic in hand. You're going to play it. And oh, look, now all of a sudden they can't block and now you're just going to swing and attack and win. So 
pretty good card. I probably wouldn't really pick this card too much. I mean, maybe sideboard, to be honest. I mean, I personally wouldn't really play this card mainboard unless I'm playing an aggro deck or maybe mid, you know, tempo deck and I don't have a lot of evasion. I have a lot more ground creatures. But, I mean, it's not bad. The, yeah, I mean, the having your opponents not being able to block is even better. So, not the worst card, but not the best kind of red card we've got. Uh, next, we have Direct Current for one and double red sorcery. Direct Current deals two damage to any target, and it has Jumpstart. And if you forgot what Jumpstart does, you may cast this card from your graveyard by discarding a card in addition to paying its other cost, then exile this card. So, dealing two damage to any target for three mana with a shock, that's, it's basically a shock for three mana, but it does have Jumpstart. That's a pretty high cost there. Now... There does seem to be better burn spells in this. Um, yeah, there's definitely better burn spells in this um, set here. So be careful with this one. I mean, it's good to have if you just need to get your opponent down by two life or maybe kill a creature that's pesky. And the jumpstart is a plus, so you'll be able to cast it twice. But three mana is pretty hefty just to do deal two damage. I. I would have liked to see this at three damage and maybe cost four mana instead, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of this card. All right. Mm, excuse me here. Uh, next we have electrostatic field for one in a red creature wall. That's a zero four has defender. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, electrostatic field deals one damage to each opponent. It's both an ingress denial mechanism and an attractive hallway light it says Dak. Daxiver, is it Electromancer? So, this is the kind of wall I like to see. And with a 0-4 toughness, and you are going to be casting instants and sorcery spells in the game, obviously. And if you're going for heavy red, and maybe you're doing like an is it type build, maybe is it is your guild, and, you know, the, the instant or sorcery effect with dealing one damage to each opponent that's very handy because that's just gonna eventually get them knocked down unless you have a good you know chump blocker as well so i like it um not pack one pick one playable for sure but if you're doing sealed and you're in the is it guild look out for this one because you're gonna be casting instant sorceries and you know burn is never a bad thing to do in limited sometimes it is but most times it's good to burn your opponent down whether with creatures or with spells so next we have erratic cyclops for three and a red uh, creature cyclops shaman for uh, that's a zero eight has trample whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell erratic cyclops gets plus x plus o until end of turn or x is that spells converted mana cost so i like that it has really high toughness that really makes up for if you're not going to have a whole lot of instants or sorcery spells so that definitely makes up for it. Uh, it's a really interesting card. I like the design of this kind of card where we've had other Cyclops where, you know, you cast an instance or sorcery and it gets plus three plus oh and loses defender. That one from what Return to Ravnica or was it Dissension or not Dissension? Um, Gate Crash, I think it was. So I like this card. Is it pack one, pick one playable? Uh, 
it's really dependent on if you have enough instants or sorceries and it could be decent i wouldn't mind playing this card and but you also have to remember it's sort of a i wouldn't say a dead card but just more of a blocker more than anything if you don't happen to have anything to cast that's the downside to it uh, the flavor text reads the league accepts no responsibility for former members and the damage that may cause uh, says Marie or Mari is it Chamberlain so I like a radic Cyclops but really conditional on whether or not you're even going to pump him up or not all right going on Next card we've got is Experimental Frenzy for three and a red enchantment. You may look at the top card of your library anytime. You may play the top card of your library. You can't play cards from your hand. Uh, you pay three year and a red and destroy Experimental Frenzy. The flavor text reads, turns out coffee is the weird ant of, 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 of invention. I wouldn't draft this. No, I mean, yeah, you can look at the top card of your library and play the top card of your library, but... Most times you're going to want to be keeping cards in your hand, obviously, and I don't like it. I mean, no, I don't like it at all. I would not keep, pack one, pick one, this at all. I wouldn't even play it in a draft. I'll just be honest there. And that's all I'm really going to say about it. I I like the design of it. It's pretty cool, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't draft this at all. Um, next, we have Fearless Hull. I'm going to mispronounce this like a motherfucker a uh, fearless halberdier hal, hal, okay so it's halberd right halberd halberdier 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 and that was halberd halberd or halberd halberdier i think that's how you say it uh two and a red creature human warrior for three two i spent some time in the legion but i'm done taking orders all day so three mana three two uh pretty common type vanilla creature we've seen before uh if you're going for that tempo aggro play this is a good creature to have if not then just ignore it if you're not heavy into red i mean a three two for three is isn't the worst thing in the world but i mean there's obviously better but it's well worth picking if you're in the if if you're in these colors and it's not a bad body to have on the field for blocking or even swinging and attacking uh next we have fire urchin for one and a red creature elemental that's a one three with trample whenever you cast an instance or sorcery spell fire urchin gets plus one plus oh until end of turn flavor text reads rain runoff in the smelting district is known to spontaneously burst into flame so we're seeing sort of a pattern here with these whenever you cast an instance or sorcery spell x happens and you know you probably will see this more often this one is a little bit more playable than erratic cyclops because at least it does have one toughness um you know obviously erratic cyclops is better you know looking at it design wise but this fire urchin may may be a little bit more consistent with at least dealing damage because you'll at least be able to have a chance to deal one damage to a creature and then you can always buff a combat trick to maybe oh, okay i'm going to deal two damage instead or maybe three damage if you have two two spells you can play so not a bad card um but not quite as good as erratic cyclops obviously uh next we have goblin banneret for one red creature goblin soldier with that's a one one with mentor uh you pay one and a red goblin banneret gets plus two plus oh until end of turn uh the boros banner stands tall even if it's bear doesn't so if i'm playing a 
aggro tempo type deck and I'm in the Boros colors, I would play this card because, you know, playing it on turn one and then possibly dealing three damage on turn two is really useful. So really good aggro type card worth it if you're in the boros colors not pack one pick one playable but definitely useful and red for sure uh so the next few are going to be goblin cards it looks like so next we have goblin crater maker for one and a red creature goblin warrior that's a two two pay one sacrifice goblin crater maker choose one goblin crater maker deals two damage to target creature or destroy target colorless non-land permanent so you can sack it to deal two damage to target creature or destroy a target colorless non-land permanent. So obviously you could destroy a good artifact with this card or you can deal two damage to a pesky creature and you just need to get through and try to win and deal more damage. So it's a pretty good card. I like it. It's I feel like it's um, correctly costed here for two mana. And then even the sacrifice ability is really cheap as well. And I like it. I would play it in a aggro deck and because you know artifacts are pretty tough to get rid of and this just helps you have the ability to destroy an artifact as well so next we have goblin locksmith for one and a red creature goblin rogue that's a 2-1 whenever goblin locksmith attacks creatures with defender can't block this turn so we are seeing a theme of defenders happening in every color i know green has a defender as well so this is pretty good if your opponent is playing a grindy match and they have that, that pesky wall that you can't seem to get around. This creature will help you get past that. So as I keep saying, if you're playing aggro colors or you're playing aggro tempo, this is not a bad card to possibly have in sideboard. Um, you know, I wouldn't even mind playing it main board as well because it is a 2-1 for 2 and that's pretty common to see in these colors here so flavor text reads he's got more finesse than most goblins he smashes windows with his fist rather than his forehead says arrestor polgar i like that and i do like the art it shows the goblin locksmith picking a lock with his fist going through the window that's an effective way to pick a lock by the way next we have Gr Gravitic Punch for three and a red sorcery. Target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to target player and has jumpstart. I like this card. So instead of the typical green where you have a target creature dealing damage to a target player or target creature to target opponent creature or target creature period, I like this to where you may have a really strong creature, maybe a 5-5 five five, and you cast this for four mana and oh look, you're dealing five damage to your opponent. And you can jumpstart this as well to deal another five damage or four or three damage, however much damage. So I like this card a lot. I would definitely look for this kind of card if you're in red colors and especially in sealed because it's just a burn spell with upside now. This could really impact you to where, okay, all you've got are one ones on the fields or maybe a two and you just spent four mana to deal two damage to a, an opponent. But since it's in your graveyard, you can possibly have the ability to play it again and deal more damage to your opponent there so i like it i would definitely probably definitely main board this if i was in a red kind of aggro burn deck for sure next we have hellkite whelp for four and a red creature dragon that's a three three has flying whenever hellkite whelp attacks it deals one damage to target creature defending player controls so a three three for five that has flying not the greatest but 
you know, it is a three, three fire fire flyer for five and it can possibly pick off little tokens if you're up against, you know, the annoying Selesnia guild and they're keep creating one, one tokens. Boom. This, this dragon here will just pick it off with maybe it's little whelpling breath. Maybe it's just shooting little fireballs at it. Uh, the flavor text reads, they play by spitting fire at each other. Don't be offended if one gives you a love scorch, says Esfer Rakdos Dragon Wrangler. All right, moving on here. Next, we have Inescapable Blaze for four and double red and instant. This spell can't be countered. Inescapable, Inescapable Blaze deals six damage to any target. The Izzet are blamed for every little disaster, which is unfair because we only cause most of them, says Mizix of the Ismagnus. Ooh, is it or Mizix. I really hope we see a card of Mizix in one of the three Ravnica sets because he was one of the best commanders in Commander 2015. And that whole that whole commander say he he was one of my favorite out of the all the new commanders that we saw there but anyways this card here though really good really really good with it being instant and dealing six damage i mean yeah for six mana i feel like this is appropriately costed here i would play this card i would pick it now not pack one pick one but definitely if you're in red pick this card because six damage is six damage and it's to any target and it's an instant and it can't be countered you're there's there's no loss here or there's no there's no downside um yeah i mean what more can i say about it uh let's continue on here we've got lava coil for one in a red sorcery lava coil deals four damage to target creature if that creature would die this turn exile it instead so <laughs> yeah this reminds me of um Oh my gosh, what's that? What's that one card from Dragons of Tarkir? Pretty much same deals does the same thing in besides the exile effect. I can't remember right now, but maybe you out there can help me remember what that is cuz I am drawing a complete blank. But anyways, so dealing 4 damage to a target creature for 2 mana, sign me up for that. Yes, yes, yes. That is very good. For 2 mana, dealing 4 damage, yes. 100% yes. Uh, the flavor text reads, Commander, we caught the Demir spy and took her ashes into custody. <laughs> Says Cram Wojek, security officer. Uh, good card. Pick it. It's prime, premium removal, I should say. I think I've been saying prime removal. I don't know if that makes any sense in my other episodes. You know, when I talk like this, I don't know what I'm saying half the time. I'm just reading, or not reading, but just talking what instantly comes to my head. So, um, yeah. I don't know what I say half the time anyways. I'm not going to remember anything that I said about any of these cards when I'm done. Just FYI. People are going to probably comment like, oh, hey, you said this about that card and, you know, it should have been this. Oh, okay, cool. All right, awesome. Yeah, I don't freaking know. Anyways, um, you don't want to hear me ramble on about that stuff. So, Lava Coil, if you're in red, pick it. It's premium removal. Take it. So next we have Legion Warboss for two and a red creature goblin soldier. That's a 2-2 with Mentor. At the beginning of combat on your turn, create a 1-1 red goblin creature token. That token gains haste until end of turn and attacks this combat if able. So a lot of people are saying this is a better goblin rabble master. And in a sense, I have to agree because the good thing about this is your goblins, not all your goblins are forced to attack. This one, only the goblin token that you're making is forced to attack this combat if able. Um, 
So, and plus with the mentor, most of the time when you're going to tap and attack, you're going to be buffing that red goblin creature token you just made. So, you know, I, I'm all down for this. This is definitely pack one, pick one playable for me for sure. And I would pick this in a heartbeat. I can see this definitely being played in standard in a mono red aggro deck with goblins. This with goblin chain whirler, you know, sign me up all day, every day. I, I'm almost tempted to make a mono red goblin deck after seeing this card. I really, really like it. And yes, I do agree it is better than Goblin Rabble Master. Even though Goblin Rabble Master is still one of my favorite goblin cards. I think it is my favorite goblin card altogether. So, it's worth it. Take it. You open up this bad boy, take it. No questions about it. Unless there's obviously a better card. Like, you get a foil planeswalker or something like that. Then, yeah, obviously choose that instead. Um money money talks so next we have maniacal rage for one and a red enchantment aura enchant creature enchanted creature gets plus two plus two and can't block so this is the kind of card you'd want to play in aggro obviously and you don't really care about your one one or two two not being able to block and you just want to pump up and just have that power on the board here so yeah it's worth it take it um you know, I, it's a pretty good aura. The downside is you can't block with that creature, but you're buffing them with plus two, plus two, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, the flavor text reads, they tell us the wilds are ours, then they brick them over. Then they brick them over. Oh, they can lie to our faces, but not to our fists, says Gut Rack Gruel, gut, bleh, Gruel Guild Mage. Oh my gosh, I can't say half these names sometimes. Yeah, it's it's pretty tough to say some of these names i get really tongue-tied sometimes um next we have maximize velocity for one red sorcery target creature gets plus one plus one and gains haste until end of turn and has jump start so not a bad card at all say let's say you play a pretty big creature doesn't have haste but you have one extra mana you can give it a plus one plus one and give it haste and boom you have a good attacker pre-combat to be able to you know swing at your opponent there and plus, with Jumpstart, you have the ability to do it again, so why not? Yeah, use it. I I can see myself playing this in a red deck here. Uh, and an is it? Yeah, is it? Or even Boros, too, for sure. Uh, next, we have Honorary Goblin for one and a red creature Goblin Warrior. It's a 2-1. Whenever Honorary Goblin blocks or becomes blocked by a creature, Honorary Goblin deals one damage to that creature. So, essentially, when it's being blocked or it's going to be dealing three damage to a creature. I like that fact. And a two, one for two, like I've said before is pretty standard for this color. And once again, I keep repeating myself here. If I'm playing an aggro deck, I would play this kind of creature and it's pretty good. Uh, whenever, or the, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting confused here. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really trying to really focus here and my brain is just sort of wanting to jump ahead to the next cards. I'm sorry. I'm I'm really trying to get used to this here. I apologize and sorry for all these mistakes here. But anyways, I'm continuing on. So nobody ever listens to my complaints, not even when I use the listening stick. <laughs> so I'm assuming he uses that stick to bash other goblins in the face. Um, or maybe it is an actual listening stick that, you know, he's sitting around in goblin therapy and they have that, you know, little listening stick where, hey, it's my turn to talk now. So next we have risk factor for two and a red instant. 
target opponent may have risk factor deal four damage to them. If that player doesn't, you draw three cards with jumpstart. So target opponent may have risk factor deal four damage to them. If they don't, then you, the player, draw three cards. So either way, you're win-win here. You're winning. You're either going to burn them out or you need to draw three cards. So the opponent really has to think, what's going to be worse for me? Drawing three cards and taking four damage. It's really tough because sometimes, you know, the opponent won't mind deal- taking four damage. And then it's just, oh, crap, you have more burn spells in your hand. Uh-oh. And then with Jumpstart, you're able to play this twice? Heck yeah. I, I like this card a lot. Now, is this pack one pick one playable? Uh, that's hard because it has the potential of dealing eight damage to a player or potential of drawing six cards. The the Timmy in me wants to say yes. Like, I would pick this card and then build around it because it is such a good card. The I guess the Spike in me would say, you know, let me see what else is in the pack. It can be pretty close to wanting to pick this pack one, pick one. But as I said before many times, you have to see what other cards are in the pack if there's something better like a creature. Because this doesn't put a creature on the field. It just helps you burn or draw cards. And sometimes drawing is really more important than maybe putting another body on the field. Because you're digging through your deck for that one card. Maybe you're digging for that bomb. You know. So those are my thoughts on Risk Factor. Uh, next, we've got Rubble Belt Boar for three and a red creature boar. When Rubble Belt Boar enters the battlefield, target creature gets plus two, plus oh until end of turn. It's a 3-3. Three, three. Some gruel druids believe that boars are spawn of the great Ilharg, the mighty Raz Boar who will one day rise and level the city. Okay. Ilharg, I think that's how you say it. It's a 3-3 three, three for four. You know, not bad. And plus it pumps up a creature. Pretty good common. Play it if you got it. You know, if you're in the red colors, yeah, definitely. Next, we have Runaway Steamkin for one and a red creature elemental. That's a 1-1. Whenever you cast a red spell, if Runaway Steamkin has fewer than three 1-1 counters on it, put a 1-1 counter on Runaway Steamkin. Remove three 1-1 counters from Runaway Steamkin, add three red mana. I like this card. Definitely pack one, pick one playable because it's a red spell when you cast. It's not a like an instant or sorcery red spell. It's any red spell that you cast and it can be countered and you still get the 1-1 counter on it. I see nothing wrong with it at all. So you can p- pump it up to a 4-4 possibly and keep it that way and then when you need to add some mana, there you go. You can pump it up again by casting more stuff. Yeah, I would definitely pack one, pick one this, and I have been seeing some hubbub on Twitter, people saying like, oh, hey, they're going to try to break this in modern. Um, Is this standard playable? For sure. It can be standard playable in the right kind of deck, maybe maybe another mono red aggro deck or mono red burn, you know, like a wizard's burn deck type thing. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. It has a lot of potential and possibilities for it, and I'm interested to see where this card goes and constructed more than anything. Next, we have Smelt Ward Minotaur for two and a red creature Minotaur Warrior. That's a 2-3. Whenever you cast an instance or sorcery spell, target creature and opponent controls can't block this turn. Um, Any kind of card where you're stopping your opponent's 
opponent's creatures from being able to block is always good. This is not pack one, pick one playable, but it's definitely a card you want to look out for if you're in the red color, for sure. And the flavor text reads, don't arrest him, enlist him, says Commander y- y- yes, Zen. Yes, Zen. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce any of these any of these cards. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so sorry. But yeah, it's a pretty good standard 2-3, and I- I'd play it for sure. Uh, next, we have Street Riot for 4 and a red enchantment. As long as it's your turn, creatures you control get plus 1, plus 0, oh, and have trample. They said obey, and you'll be happy. They said you'll be safe, but we're not safe. We're not happy, and we will not obey, says Domri Rat Raid or Rod. Um, as long as your turn, creatures you control get plus one, plus oh, and have trample. Not the worst enchantment. And would I play this though? I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I'm trying to really judge this card here, and I just feel like on turn five you'd want to be doing something better than playing this. I don't know maybe sideboard if anything it's I'm, I'm not that thrilled about the card i mean the trample in plus one plus oh effect is really good so if you have a lot of bodies on the board by turn five you know hey this can definitely be good but i'm not thrilled about it i feel like there are better things you could be doing on turn five next we have sure strike for one and a red instant target creature gets plus three plus oh and gains first strike until end of turn really good combat trick card uh you know these kind of cards are always handy to have when you're playing you know the color red or just any kind of color that has combat tricks like this and we've seen this kind of combat trick before so definitely a good one you know pick it It, it'll be very useful for you it'll help you get rid of a pesky creature that maybe you just can't get rid of maybe a pesky defender and it reads, I packed three more electro conduits into each test one. You'll experience a brief tingling sensation. I like it a lot. Uh, Torch Courier for one red creature goblin, one one with haste. Sacrifice Torch Courier and another target creature gains haste until end of turn. Light a torch and deliver this letter were his, instruction, were his instructions, which he unfortunately reversed. So pretty typical one one with haste for one mana. And, you know, if you're going that low-to-the-ground aggro-type deck, play it. And you can possibly speed up another creature by sacking it. You know, what what more is really to be said about this card? Uh, Last but not least for red, we've got Wojek Bodyguard for two and a red creature human soldier. That's a 3-3. Has Mentor. And Wojak Bodyguard can't attack or block alone. So I like this card. It's a 3-3 for 3. And it does have the downside where it can't attack or block alone. But hopefully by turn 3 you do have another creature to so that by turn 4 you can swing an attack with it. Uh, I like it. Uh, you got to be careful though if you're not creature heavy with your deck. Then kind of ignore this card. And if you find it's not helping you that much in your first match, maybe possibly sideboard it out for something better. Uh, The flavor text reads, by all means, take another step toward the captain. So that is the red set for Guilds of Ravnica. Let me know what you think. And did I get anything wrong or right? Or should Zuby just stop talking out of his butt? Which that's probably never going to happen. So enjoy it anyway so thank you all for listening to the red set for guilds of ravnica and have a good day